On today's show, iconic guitarist, songwriter, and Sirius XM host of One Man Revolution. Hi, I'm Tom Morello. Tom Morello. Listen to that. I gotta get in a band. I'm wasting my time here. <laughs> Tom Morello, an incredible musician. Today on the Howard Stern Show. That's awesome. Morning, everyone. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, Robin, you can't hey you now. can't help but dance during the opening of the show. I mean, it gets you going every time. Yeah. I don't know if I don't have a mishap. Uh, uh, something fell out of my head last night. You know how we've been saying we haven't gone to the dentist Go ahead. in all this time. Yeah. And you know, I'm waiting and waiting. You know, till that moment that I can go to the dentist. Right. And, all of a sudden, I bit down and I felt something go crunch. Oh! <laughs> so what did you do? You, you cracked your whole tooth? It was a, oh. a, like a Mild. cap or something. Let me it's see. not in the front, thank God. No, I see on the side there. You're missing a tooth. Let me see. Yeah, Smile. I know. <laughs> Show me. Don't be ashamed. Can you see it? <laughs> yeah. Oh God! You got to go to the dentist. Does it well, hurt? I'm going today. Is but the I'm nerve exposed? Like, oh my goodness! No, thank mm. God. But you know, it did let I, a lot um, of blood this morning when I was brushing mm. my teeth. Yeah, you know that is my biggest fear during the pandemic. But I'll give you some hope. I talked to our good buddy Doctor Agus. Yes, and I said, you know, geez, I've been to the dentist in over a year, and I'm one of these fastidious going to the dentist guys. I go every three months. I love a cleaning. You, know, you I take care of my teeth, and. He, I said, oh, you know, I haven't gone to the dentist. I'm dying to go. He goes, one thing you should know, he, he t- even told me during the pandemic that, you know, if he can avoid going to the dentist, it's probably a good idea. But he did right. say that now that people are getting uh, vaccinated and things like this, he said that, that the truth be told that the dentists have such good protocol that there's no known cases of somebody contracting coronavirus at the dentist because they have so many safeguards and it's so sterile. So, well, that's good to know because yeah, I now so, can't avoid it. <laughs> no, you got to go. Oh, you're like, um, you know, oh, you're like, um, you know who you remind me of? Tom Hanks on Castaway or whatever that <laughs> movie was called where he had to do his own dentistry. <laughs> you know, where that's he right. A he, rock. he used a rock. I think. Yeah. You have to just bang a rock into your teeth. <laughs> then he passed out. Uh, yeah, I was actually uh, that Dr. Regis. I'm so wrapped up with him. I was reading his book. I read his book all the time called The Lucky Years. I've read it like I pick it up. Quite frankly, I keep it next to my toilet whenever I'm like... Just read a passage while you're... I read a passage. Why not? Give me something to do. (laughs) I'm not a person who believes when you're making duty, you should be, you know, reading. Because I like to get on and get off that toilet quick. That's why I don't have any hemorrhoids or fissures or anything in my asshole. You know, I learned that years ago. But uh, all right. You know, now I'm... I got my whole routine pretty much down where I feel comfortable multitasking and reading a little bit. Reading a passage or two. As soon as I sit down and I'm very specific, you know, I don't sit down on that ball till it's almost coming out of me. <laughs> You're almost having an accident. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm on the verge of an accident. I like it. I like playing with that feeling like oh, a little kid. Right. Like I'll be busy and I'll go, Oh, I really should go. But you know what? I'm going to wait a little longer. <laughs> yeah. I like to play. I have fun. I have fun with my body. 
So, uh, but I was reading Dr. Agus's book, The Lucky Years, and um, he has quotes throughout the book. And I found this quote to be very useful in the time. You know, I've been very upset about politics and stuff. And I read this quote, and I'm going to share it with you. The greater the ignorance, the greater the dogmatism. And the guy who wrote that is Sir William Osler. And that resonated with me. I like that. Because it's Damn. so true. People are so fucking dogmatic when when they're ignorant. You know, the people you just can't argue with. Even like the, like, especially like the conspiracy people, you know, they, they're like, oh, yeah? Oh, how do you know that uh, Biden won the election? And you go, well, you know, they, they took it to every court, they, even to Trump-appointed judges. They reviewed it 62. Oh, yeah? What? Where'd you read that? The New York Times? <laughs> you know, and you're like, you know what? It's the greater the ignorance, the greater the dogmatism. Well, yeah, you they know. have to believe something yeah. because they can't figure out anything. So you got, you know, you get a rule and you stick to it, whether it works Look, or not. Yeah. My dog they, they visited stick, me. Did they sit? Exactly. The, yeah. You know, <laughs> Sal, your dog didn't visit you. And, and you, you know, you just had a dream. It's, My it's, dog it, visited me. Say what you want. I'm getting go. messages. Yeah. Go, it you was don't like know. Russian roulette. But, uh, you know, another example of this is like, hey, everybody's got to wear a mask. I'm not wearing no mask because all that carbon, they go, carbon monoxide is uh, is a carbon monoxide. And that's the first time they've ever heard of carbon monoxide. Yeah, right. They don't even know what it is. Yeah, right. They they, they use it It's killing me. Well, what are doctors doing? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All that carbon monoxide is killing me. I'm breathing in my own carbon monoxide. And then you go... No, every scientist and doctor says that masks actually cut down their chances, that 85% of the coronavirus can be avoided. Yeah, where'd you read that? On on the Times, the New York Times. But facts mean nothing. You know, doctors have been wearing masks. You know, I had a 12-hour surgery. Those people had to be in there for 12 hours wearing masks. And they're doing surgery. And they're doing surgery. (laughs) They somehow, like, managed to do it. These people came um, up to an ice cream store and pick up ice cream with a mask. It's so irritating to them. Yeah, and then you go like, uh, like, like half those anti-maskers, by the way, are smokers because I watch them on TV and they don't give a fuck what goes into their lungs. Suddenly they're worried, you know, they're worried about their lungs. and I mean, It's just well, so, it's the same with the vaccine. They'll take any drug, you know, and somebody's right. cooking up meth in the <laughs> in the attic and they'll take that. But they won't take this vaccine. Yeah, like um, like Minister Farrakhan. I watch a lot of his videos. Oh, you do? Just the other night. I watch almost every night. I watch a Minister Farrakhan video. I'm fascinated by him. <laughs> put you to sleep. <laughs> well, no, don't put me to sleep. But it's, it's he was he was lecturing um, his his black audience. Yes, sir. That they better not take this vaccine. You think the devil wants you to? Be happy and take a vaccine. You would trust the devil to give you the vaccine. And then there's some guy in the background yelling, well, that's right. And then it's like, I'm like, God, is he really telling people not to take the vaccine? Like, I love that guy. I mean, he's my favorite to watch. (laughs) That does not um, surprise me at all. But, uh, or then the other, the other sort of ignorance that leads to great dog dogmatism is, uh, 
you're talking to one of these people and you go, um, you know, what's the big deal if someone's gay? I mean, they're not bothering you, you know, and they go, oh, yeah, what's the show me that in the Bible? Show me that in the Bible. And then you go, well, I don't even know. I don't I don't read the Bible. And they go, yeah, well, in the Bible, it says man shall not lay down with man. And I'm like, it does. And I go like, don't you know that the Bible was written by a dude? Because we were all out of control. We were like cavemen. That's and right. We had That's to what get... I had to say. Thou shalt not kill because people right. were killing people will yeah, kill. Yeah, right. There was no rule that you couldn't kill anyone. <laughs> cavemen used to kill everything. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, somebody figured out how to write a book that said, you, "There's a man in the sky who's telling you you better not kill anyone." <laughs> and by the way, respect your parents, no matter how bad they fuck you up. And you dope. <laughs> you're eating meat that's spoiled and it's making you sick so let's yeah. not eat pork but you know the crowd you know god made adam and eve not adam and steve and i'm like well you don't even really know that god made adam and eve you just read it in a book he did make thought. steve he right. made steve too <laughs> <laughs> yes how did steve Dummies. get here yeah. either god yeah. made all of us or he didn't and why did he make steve so hot that big <laughs> cock in those abs Uh, and I don't know, there are like 13,000 rules in the Bible, but the only one these hillbillies know is men don't sleep with men. That's the rule, that's the one rule they know. The other shit, they write in the compassion, the whole thing, right out the window. But out they, the window, they, yeah. You know, everybody knows the rules they like. But anyway, I thought that was a great quote. I'd never it heard is. that quote before. The greater the ignorance, the greater the dogmatism. But that's and, the uh, other thing about... Those people, they don't know they're ignorant. They think they're smart because they have right. these profound oh. beliefs. Yeah. Adam and Eve and not Adam and Steve. They think that's the greatest line that was ever written. And they think it's <laughs> they came up with it. Yeah. <laughs> they're the only ones that know that. By the way, uh, later in the show, Mr. Tom Morello, you want to talk rock and roll. I'm going to talk with this guy. This guy, you know, geez, I think he's one of the best guitarists in the world. I was and, watching uh, videos, you know, because I never got to see Rage Against the Machine live. I don't know how I managed to miss them. But I'll tell you how you managed talking, to miss them. You and uh, I go to bed at 7 o'clock at night. That's the problem. And they were always on later? <laughs> they, they start their show at 9. That's how you didn't see them. You know, it's so funny because Gary was saying to me, do you remember at K-Rock when um, there we, we had the big concert? You know, we used to have a big concert once a year. They go, well, did you stay... Did you stay at night for the Rage Against the Machine part? And I go, Gary, whenever you hear the word night, you know I didn't stay anywhere. I'm in bed. I, I, last night, I was in bed. I was so comfy under the covers by 7.30. We ate dinner early. I said to Beth, let's eat at 5 o'clock. <laughs> we usually wait till 6. I couldn't. I was right. starving because I had done my Peloton. I get so fucking hungry when I do any movement whatsoever, you know, and I end up eating twice as much. So I, I don't lose any weight. I know it doesn't work out for you because now you're adding calories on top of yeah. your workout. Yeah, my my workout yesterday was very sexual. Jesus oh, really? Christ. Yeah, well, I, I switch off. I'm, I'm uh, I, I, you know, I do like Peloton Jen and then I use, I do Hannah Corbin. Those are my two instructors. And mm -hmm. yesterday was Hannah Corbin day. And Jesus Christ, that girl doesn't even know how sexy she is. I'm pretty convinced. Maybe she does, but <laughs> but she had on a, a she wears the Peloton apparel. Mm. Um, you know, I get on the exercise bike. I did a half hour, 
I look at the rating. It said 7.5 difficulty level. I figure, okay, I can handle that. What does um, it go up to, 100? <laughs> do you hear some music? I do. Yeah, there was a little. I thought you were winding up, but I pulled it out. What? I thought you were going to start a story that the music would be appropriate with, but uh, I pulled it out. Oh, I got you. It's okay. working. What, what story was I starting? The Hannah Corbin Peloton thing. Getting sexy sex. story about your yeah. workout. Oh, oh! I see. You were putting sexy music on. Got you, Fred. Yeah, I'm with you, I'm, pal. All right. Sorry. Skip the sorry sexy music. So, hey, Fred, anything you do is good with me. I don't want you to stuff me in the nah, trunk of your no. car. Okay? Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no problem, pal. You know, people are very touchy with this uh, quarantine stuff. Yeah, you never know what they'll do. Yeah. My daughter was telling me the other day about, she says, Dad, are you, do you follow, do, do you know of uh, Quentin Quarantino? And I said, oh, that's funny. You mean Quentin Tarantino? He goes, no, Quentin Quarantino. There's a guy <laughs> who evidently does memes. Oh, yeah. Has quite a following. And his name is Quentin Quarantino. Oh, I got to check that out. <laughs> Quentin Quarantino. I just like, uh, I just like his, you know, I like his name. But yes. Anyway. Um, oh, so this Peloton. This gr- This girl doesn't have an ounce of fat on her. And she's like, you know, she's like, if she was in your high school, your head would explode. <laughs> That's how hot she is. Like, if, like I, I wouldn't even, like, I remember there were certain girls in my high school, about three of them I can think of. They have no idea who I was, but, you know, I couldn't even, it was, it should have been wrong for them to be in the class because I couldn't concentrate on my studies. I was going to say, do you get to uh, continue to pay attention to the math that's being no. taught, or the English no. that's happening. I didn't pay attention to anything in high school. <laughs> and then with a few moments when I could, like, you know, in geometry. And then these some of these girls would come in, and there's very few of them. I mean, I mean they look like supermodels. And you're like, this is fucking ridiculous. How am I? I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're what are you? 14, 15, I don't know how old you are. In ninth 16. grade, you're 14. Yeah, you got a fucking and, raging yeah. boner the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're sitting there with a boner. Boner is such a funny thing, man. I tell you, boners. You know, I watched that show, The Bachelor. And these guys are in a hot tub with these super hot chicks in bikinis. And they're, they're, they're making out. And then the guy gets up on TV. No boner. There's no fucking bulge in these guys. Yeah, pants. I'm like, they're are all they gay. Hucking or what? I don't. I think they strap down or they're jerking off before they go shoot scenes. I mean, I, I'm telling. But they you. go from one girl to the next. Like they'll be making out with one girl, and then that girl goes back to the living room, and they bring in another girl and start making out with her. I would be such a great bachelor because, like, I would get up like after my makeout session, and then there'd be a full raging boner. Boing, and they'd be like, boing. yeah, boing, boing, boing. And they could put in the sound of it. Boing, 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 boing. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. I don't know how they do it, these guys. They must, They got to be a little bit. They got to be a race in the boner, right? Right. They got to be a uh... special effect. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, this... Uh, this Hannah Corbin, she she was my Peloton instructor yesterday, and she's dressed in the a gray Peloton women's apparel outfit, which is like the, the bra top. She's in a bra, basically. Yeah. And these tight 
I guess I don't know what you call them tights, the leotards. I don't know what you call uh, them. Are they the long? Pants. The the yoga yeah. pants kind of thing. Yoga pant, yoga pant, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a yoga pant. <laughs> and she doesn't even know when she's being hot. She's on the bike, and she's like standing up, showing you how to pedal standing up. Yes. And then when she goes, ooh, she she the, the, she sees the leaderboard where there's a lot of she can tell who's on with her life. And she bends over because she can't see the, the leaderboard. Now she's bent over, and there's a mirror behind her. So you're, oh. like her ass is in full view, and this girl's got some ass. I mean, you know, this girl works out like a fucking maniac. You know? I follow her on Twitter. Like, her tweets are like, my buns are shaking just thinking about my new 10-minute Peloton barre class, whatever that is. Bar I class, get, Bar class? I don't get started with that. Bar <laughs> class? I don't even know a bar class. I can't even bike. Well, she was a dancer, yeah. right? That's the one who was a dancer. Yeah. So she's yeah. teaching people to exercise at the bar like you would in dance class. Oh, I should just watch that for like a pornography type situation. <laughs> <laughs> my, my buns are shaking just thinking about, like, oh, my God. The girl's got an ass like a peach. I mean, you know, she's like she's in her outfit and it's like I'm like, whoa. You know, let's get down to business here. I don't need to be turned on. <laughs> I'm biking. But um, I don't know if she knows. She, like, she's got to know she's hot. Well, you're telling her all the time. She's got to know it now, yeah. even if she didn't before. Yeah, she knows it. Because, well, like, uh, I, I mean, think that the guards, when she was doing live classes, indicates yeah. something. Yeah, I think when you go to work and they have to station um, security people around you because... The, the people in the class want to touch you. <laughs> I think you know you're hot, right? You, you got to know. You have to know something's going on. Yeah. But uh, it was really weird, too. At my age now, I've become incredibly mature because I was like, wow. When she was bent over looking at the at the, the, the Peloton leaderboard. Leaderboard. Yeah, the leaderboard. I was like, hmm, man. What would she look like naked? And if I was her boyfriend, exactly, I was like, I would get like a boner, just like the tip of my penis inside of her. And I would explode. I would come. And then I said to myself, you know what? And then I'd have to sit there humiliated with her looking at me like I'm the biggest. Disapp- oh, the great Howard Stern. You didn't even get the full That's head. It. That's it. Like, I didn't even feel you. Like you were barely past my lips. And you you basically shot your load, really? And I was as I'm biking, I'm listening to her humiliating me, telling me how shitty I am in bed. So that, like, you left is, the class. You're, there's a bubble above your head, and all of this is happening in it. Yeah, yeah. This is while I'm biking. I'm supposed <laughs> to be paying attention. Now we're not only have we had sex, but now we're breaking up. And the breakup is horrible because she is so disappointed in me sexually. She's like, Jesus Christ, you know, I'm giving you a Ferrari to drive, Junior. And you just fucked, you just fucked everything up. You just and I'm ripped like, my gears. And I'm like, let me just have another shot. And then this, the second time, you know, I take 10 minutes, I rest up, boom, second shot, I get the penis in all the way, and then boom, I explode again. <laughs> and then she's like, oh my God, this guy is such a fucking loser. You know, and I just went, you know what? This is fantastic. I just got worked up. I went on a date with her. We had sex. And the breakup was horrible. 
and now it's over and, <laughs> and i'm done i've i've visualized the entire fucking disastrous relationship that, the whole relationship in that half hour yeah i <laughs> i saw it and it, you know what i don't want to go through it i really <laughs> don't it's not it's worth, not it. worth it. it no way i can handle being in the sack with her <laughs> Even in my fantasy life, I'm totally miserable. Totally <laughs> fucking miserable. It's unbelievable. You don't even what? win when oh. you're fantasizing. No. Oh, my God. And she she knows she's happy because another telltale sign is she, she talks about her husband almost right from the, the beginning of the, you know, oh, my husband's watching t- right now live. Hi. He's an elite athlete, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. You know, who wants to hear that shit? But um, yesterday's session, she starts in. She goes, and I'm back, and she goes, oh, you know, um, I had a wonderful day with with um, my, my husband, and we had bagels and locks. She goes, bagels and locks for breakfast. Ugh. And then we watched some movies, and then I did a 45-minute Jen Sherman workout I, on the Peloton bike, and then we had Chinese food for dinner. And I'm like, no, you did That's didn't. your day? <laughs> That's what hot chicks do. Skinny, in-shape chicks always love to tell you about the crazy food they eat. Like, oh, la, 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 la. I'm not one of those anorexic chicks who counts their peanuts every time they eat them. You know, of course you are. You, you're not eating Chinese food and bagels and locks. Yeah, that, that sounds great. Super hot chick lounging around watching movies with her, ever, you know probably half naked because she's a dancer and she's eating bagels and locks. And then let's order Chinese. Let's have fun. <laughs> I guarantee you out of that. Her husband had Chinese. She had a Chinese noodle. She had one noodle. She had a grain of rice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. She ordered the brown rice because it's healthy and then had one <laughs> teaspoon of it because that's on her plan. I don't know. Yeah, I, I had to talk myself out of the whole relationship. <laughs> this is what goes on while I'm supposed to be exercising. Um, you know, it's crazy. And then the other thing they do, all of them, they, they all act like they're musical experts. They start talking about their playlist that they play while you bike. Right, right. And about the artist and like, ooh, this is Mary Wells. And, oh, no, no, no. and I'm like, shh, just tell me how to ride the bike. I don't want to hear it. I want to hear about the real deal. I want to hear what's really going on in her life. I want to hear nonsense. Well, one of these days we should have her as a guest. I swear to God. (laughs) I might. I might have to. I want to have her on. I want to know. Yeah, I want to watch her eat a bagel and locks. Yeah. Let's force her to eat food. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's just watch her eat. And she'll be like, oh, God, what am I doing? And then she'll run body. to the bathroom and purge. I'm sure she doesn't. She just doesn't even bother to put it in. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that was my workout. I did a workout. Yeah, that's a workout. You got your brain got a workout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it did. I love that I went out with her. I fucked her, and and we broke up within a 30 second span, right in my brain. They say that your brain doesn't know the difference between you fantasizing like that yeah. and reality. Oh, good. So, in Even uh, in essence, your brain thinks you really had a relationship. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and believe me, I'm so over her. <laughs> Let's see. It says here on her feed, 
her lunch, Hannah's lunch was a green and grain bowl with falafel a and, and a dark bowl. and a dark chocolate peanut cup. Who knows what the fuck she's talking about? Yeah, green and grain bowl. Yeah, if it gives me an ass like that, I'll eat me a fucking chocolate peanut cup. Somehow you eat like that and you just don't get a peach. Oh, my God. There's no peach back there. <laughs> There's a flat fucking like um, it looks like a my pillow. <laughs> Hannah's dinner was a quinoa bowl with arugula, quinoa, kidney beans, veggie, sausage, roasted broccoli and cauliflower. <laughs> Must be a lot of that going on. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I guarantee you that veggie bowl is the size of like a pea. Right. It's not really a bowl. Yeah. Yo, Jeff, what's up? Jeff in Massachusetts. Hey, Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, Howard. I'm excited about uh, Tom Morello today, but I got to know about the Rage Against the Team breakup. I mean, of course. Zach's like gonna... the Jackie Martling of rock. He just he left the band for no reason. Yeah, this uh, guy, uh, Rocha. De La Roca. De La Ro- no, Rocha. That's how you say it, De La Rocha. It's Rocha? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's why he left. Nobody knew how to pronounce his name. You know, yeah, I'll ask Tom all about that because, you know, in my mind, Tom's got to feel like Pete Townsend keeps hooking up with these guys. He needs a singer. In order to get the music out there, and these guys flake on him. But has he uh, ever tried to sing? That's what I was wondering. Oh, Tom Morello sings. He has a well, solo. Uh, yeah, why can't he it, sing his own songs then? Well, because like he'll sing like a folk tune or like like he's you know it's like if you you've heard uh, Pete Townsend sing. Pete Townsend sings pretty good, yeah, you know. Yeah. But he wants a certain sound, you know. He needs a certain it's type the sound of singer. in his head, and and Rocha yeah. or Rocha or whatever his name is. De La Rocha. Yeah. <laughs> he is great. But temperamental. I think, you know. He said he didn't like the decision making process of the band, but every decision they made made him famous and rich. Yeah, that well, was horrible. <laughs> well, what happens is when you get these guys in a room together, you know, especially if they're revolutionaries, you know, full of uh, rage, uh, I think um, the, the lead singer had um, a manager and the rest of the band had another manager and there oh, was they all had this... one of those situations yeah but i'll ask him about it don't worry about it i mean they, they, i have a lot of questions for tom yeah, I listen you to wonder him. if they're in touch now if there's ever a possibility of getting back together because they oh no they've so they got back to, they got they got back together right before the pandemic oh yeah uh yeah but it's been a lot of years in between we'll get to it all i mean but what a band <laughs> I was dancing around the house. Yeah, that's why your tooth fell out of your head. You're listening to all this metal music. Jarred my tooth loose. Yeah, right. You you went berserk. God knows what you were doing. (laughs) There goes Robin's tooth. I heard it. Anyway, you you get. It. I'll I'll go through it. Don't worry. I will ask Tom about that and other things. Tom's 
a fascinating guy. I, but, but let's wait, wait till I talk to him. I think it's going to be very worthwhile. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for that. Okay. Of course, I'm going to ask him about that. Um, where was I? Oh, you know, this, um, this, they, they got to stop with these gender reveal parties. Oh, did you hear about that one? Yes. This gender reveal, you know, what, what is a gender reveal party? I, I, I didn't even know what it was until it started getting on the news. This is the second time. Someone has died from a gender reveal party. Not this. I mean, there's um, been a few more deaths. I don't know oh, that we know of all of them. There have been forest fires caused by them. Don't ask. I mean, you're right. You can't break it down. How many problems these? What is a gender reveal? You know, here's the problem in our country right now. Because of social media, everybody wants constant excitement. You know, it used to be in the old. They gotta days, have the, things to video. Yes, that's right. Events. That's exactly it. Events. Yeah. But um, this gender reveal party thing came to my attention because it's the second death in 2021 for sure. That I know. I mean, we've, well, what are we, where are we at? What, what is this? February it's or February. March? February. February. We got rid of month. Yeah. But we're, we're, we're not two, we're two deaths we can, in we're, on we're gender reveal. We're doing one a month to these gender reveal yeah. parties. It's crazy. Um, but. Um, it's just mind blowing. It's only February and we've had this. And, 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 uh, and, and yeah, I, I'm telling you that the California wildfires in 2020, they say were caused, some of them were caused by gender reveal parties. That's right. And, um, you know, it, it's crazy. So, 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 you know, you, you look at this phenomenon. It used to be in the old days. Everybody was excited about their wedding. That was the big thing. Women were dieting to fit into their wedding dress. There were pictures, blah, blah, blah. But now with, um, you know, now they have, uh, oh, I'm having a baby. We're going to have a big party to reveal the gender. When you find out what gender your kid is, male or female, they have a big party. I mean, what well, a bunch of nonsense. the parties never stop, Howard. No, there's because they have a party for almost everything. Yeah. Yes. And there's a photo shoot even for the pregnancy. The, the, it, it, it's, it's one event after and another. The that baby moon and the, 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 the you right, know, there's right, everything right. going on. Yeah, and of course, you know, the the travel industry loves it because you got to make plans for a baby moon and the, um, you know, the party and, and, people and, love it because you got to have a hall or a restaurant. Yeah, and it seems like at these baby gender reveal parties, they have, you know, I would think that's a private thing. Oh, I found out I'm having a boy or a girl. You'd, you'd be like, okay, you know, maybe I'll tell my parents. Maybe not. Maybe people. Maybe I'll just surprise people, yeah, or maybe I'll, have maybe a I'll keep dinner party for the family. Or maybe I'll even keep it quiet because shit goes wrong and you could do an amniocentesis and find out the kid's not all there and you might have to get an abortion or something. You know, you just don't fucking know Plus, or miscarriage. You don't even know what gender this baby is anymore. That's you know, right. You That's don't right. find out till three, four years after the kid's born. Yeah, the kid could be like, you know, hey, in four years, listen, I'm a girl. I, I know you had I that big jazz. party. What are you talking about? Yeah. And you're I'm like, wait, wait a second. <laughs> I blew up a forest for you to be a boy, <laughs> and you're telling me you're a girl? <laughs> Holy mackerel, you are kidding me. <laughs> but each celebration, like a gender reveal, requires that you, you, know, you put out photos as if you're expecting People magazine to pick them up. And, you know, they're not. Only your dumb friends are going to see it. So, That's right. It's on yeah. your Facebook. That's it. Yeah. The whole thing is odd to me, but... You know, 
it seems to me guys don't really want to be part of a gender reveal party. It's the difference between men and women. So the guy's job now seems to go meet someone in secret somewhere and buy some fucking fireworks for the gender reveal party. And the women put up with it because they're like, you know, I didn't, re- you know, I don't really want fireworks at the gender reveal party, but at least my husband's excited about yeah, it. Now there's something about, it. Yeah. <laughs> there's something about being a guy that makes you, I mean, I never was into this. I have friends who are intelligent people, adults who on 4th of July, they you're not going to believe it. I'm driving up like two hours. I know a guy. He's got everything. He's got bottle rockets. He's got uh, this. He's got that. They, they they tell you the names of these things. And they go and they meet with these uh, questionable people who, you know, they're making a living. In selling the woods you le- somewhere. Yeah. So in the woods, illegal fireworks. <laughs> but they feel like they're in the FBI or something and they're on a secret mission. They're They're undercover. Yeah. And it's always the lamest fireworks. They light them off on a beach, and it's just you know it it ain't um it, it ain't professional fireworks. Fourth of July fireworks, right? Yeah, it's not and these guys feel it's just some damn rockets being shot off. And these fucking guys love to tell you the stories. You know, it's the closest they've ever come to being in the mafia that these guys ever get. You know, they love like yeah, oh, man, I went up there like they're badasses. You know, yeah, went up there and we were in the woods and you know. And I came back from Pennsylvania with my, you know, I got this. This is a quarter stick of dynamite. I go, good. Get it the fuck out of here. I don't <laughs> want it anywhere near me. <laughs> In your hands. Your <laughs> quarter stick of dynamite. <laughs> asshole. Why, why do I have to sit there and watch you light off a quarter stick of dynamite just because you're having a baby boy? So the whole thing is bizarre to me. But these guys really get into it because they think now they're the. Uh, what was that family that, that lights off the fireworks? The Groupas or whatever their name is? The, the group? Oh, God, I forget. Gruchis. Yeah. The, the Gruchis. Yeah. The Gruchis. They think. And they hey. lost several family members with this business. Of this. Yeah, yeah. Who are you, Mr. Grucci Jr.? With your quarter <laughs> stick of dynamite? But uh, anyway, so it's their big milestone. They're going to announce it's a boy, it's a girl, whatever the fuck they're having. Like, it matters. And then um, I don't know why it's so important what they're having. Whatever you're having is good. I had three daughters. I was happy. Well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't sit and throw a party. I was happy. Nice girls. Why does Why something not? have to explode? Right, right, yeah, like, like, like the explosion occurred in my pants. Or, <laughs> so uh, they, they have this thing, and next thing you know, people die. This is, it's an unbelievable story. Um, man, I mean... Some guy, what the hell was the story? Was that this the guy? This guy was putting together the explosives, <laughs> and it was just before. So he's the dad, okay? He's yeah. the one who's having the baby, and he's putting this thing together. It oh explodes God. before, you know, while he's working on it, and it kills him before he gets to reveal and the what sex is- that the baby's going to be. What is this thing that, uh, that that he's working on ahead of time? What do you mean? Like he's putting like together the powders? Like some kind of device that they put oh. the explosives in. Yeah. And he that, blew himself you know, up. So they, and he blew himself, you know, and, and it was <laughs> that blue powder that came oh. out of the thing. So you oh see the God. blue powder, so you know it's a boy, but he's dead. He's never going to see his child grow up. <laughs> Is there such a thing as a gender reveal funeral where they say, "Okay, look, we got to get, get, get this word out that we're having." 
So how about like a blue or a pink coffin for the, all the dads who are blowing themselves up? Well, what I do you think of that? Why not just have that be the funeral? Put him back in that thing and shoot him off somewhere. Since, oh, here it uh, says. So important. Blew up his garage, killed him and injured his brother. So yeah. basically he created an IED like we read about in Afghanistan or Iraq. Well, at least and that's he, a surprise. He's working on it. <laughs> and, and let's be honest. The least interesting thing about you in life is that you're having children. Everybody idiots, does it. Yeah. Idiots, rich people, poor people, people in comas have had children. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. I mean, it is a big deal, but it's not that big a deal to the world. Yeah. I mean, calm down. And get, now guess what the reveal is? My kid's an orphan. I blew That's myself right. up from the gender reveal. Lucky at least the mom's still around to be, to, you know, she wasn't well, in the she's garage. she's still pregnant, and she's going right. to have to raise this kid on her own. Yeah. That's what she's got to look forward to now. Right. Happy gender reveal day. You're having a boy. Your dad's, your father's, yeah. your husband's Jeez, dead. It's, it's pretty wild. Not everything is a milestone. Not every milestone needs to be shared with the rest of the world. I mean, yeah, you know. Quiet, quiet. Let's be quiet. Think about it. You're having a baby. Who hasn't had a baby? Crackheads have babies. Behind dumpsters. You know, you're acting like this is, you know, some fun gambit you're on. Kids are serious business. Yeah. Anyway, where was I before? I, well, I should probably take a break. I don't take enough of those. You haven't mentioned Tiger Woods. Yeah, I'll get to that. I don't know what's going on. I'm so sad. I started watching his documentary. You know, there's a big, I don't know how many parts it is, but it's more than one part, a documentary yeah. on Tiger. And I started watching it because I was like, I, there's something so sad about this person. Especially when you watch that video when he was a little kid and he was golfing on TV. And, and you know. Look at his life. It's just, he's always in pain. He's always got back problems. He just sounds like He just had another back surgery yeah. a few months ago. That's, I think, I know. something like five or seven. I forget the number now. And now his leg is all screwed up. It's broken in at the top and at the bottom. Mm. Mm. Uh. Well, What's to say? You know what I mean? Well, What's there was something say? very revealing to me in watching those videos of him as a child. Yeah, with the dad. He <laughs> you was know, tortured. Him to... Yeah, well, there, that's why he has back he pain. Is, he's two years old, and uh, there, he's on TV, and people, strangers, are putting microphones in his face and trying to talk to him, and he just keeps his head turned. He doesn't want to be there. I want to uh, say, uh, well, listen, uh, you know, yeah, I see it as tragic, too. I know Tiger's really good, but for my world, he's really good at getting into car accidents, from what I can see. <laughs> Why are people still letting him drive? That's what I thought. Yeah. Doesn't he have like a billion dollars? Can he get a driver? <laughs> I mean, at this point, right? Why not? Go wild. I would not let Tiger near yeah. a car. If I had a billion dollars? I'm never going to look at the car again. I'm going to have somebody. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to stare at it and, and let somebody else drive the fucking thing. I've shown that I'm bad at it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Is this really true that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West combined are worth $2.1 billion? Billion? That's not possible. Not <laughs> That's what, possible. According, 
according to Forbes, uh, they do have a prenup. You know, they're getting a divorce. They share $2.1 billion in combined assets. And who's the richer one? Who has one, the most? Yeah, yeah, that's what the question. Who has well, the most money? I was asking some guys who are familiar with uh, Kanye and his whole scene, and they were like, I, they think Kanye because evidently he has like a clothing line and a. And he just did a big endorsement deal with one of the clothing companies, like, I forget what, which one, Under Armour or somebody like that. Oh, I see. 79% of uh, my staff polled, I don't know why we're polling my staff, but they go, uh, Kim has more money. Uh, I don't know what they're basing it on. What does she have, like a makeup Well, she has a situation. clothing line and, right. uh, you know... Uh, she also ripped off Spanx and she does, you know, body uh, contouring, right? Uh, underwear kind of things. So she has a couple of different businesses, I suppose, too. Right. But, you know, Kanye has that residual income from songs. Let's see. The split comes after a wild year for the couple where Kanye ran for president and announced that Kim considered aborting their first child. By the way, their first child. You know, we'll be reading this at some point on the Internet. Do they care? No. Um, no. <laughs> he also, at least they didn't have a gender reveal party. He also claimed Kim was trying to have him hospitalized. And he he called his mother-in-law Chris Jong-un. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> I like funny. That. I do, too. Very creative man. <laughs> right. So, uh, but by the way, in, in light of the Britney Spears thing, I don't see anybody taking over his financial empire he's running his own show and you know, you know i thought about what you said and i said you know like this has happened to women over the years remember there was right. that actress francis farmer yeah they who, threw her in the loony bin oh my god they they lobotomized her right and then um you think about the kennedy girl who was a little wild and you know the sister that they had institutionalized because they couldn't control her dating habits yeah she and, was a slow uh, adult and the Kennedys got very upset when she became like a teenager and she started having sexual feelings. So, like, who knows what she was doing? She probably was masturbating or talking about sex. So the Kennedys just shipped her off to get her brain. Like, they took out a piece of her brain. Yeah. And, of course, yeah. you know. We haven't seen her since. Never was the same. And we Kennedys are very sexed up. And our <laughs> sister is sexed up. But we can't have that. She's slow. And she's a girl she's a gal we can't have her fucking indiscriminately the other day she was touching her clitoris and labias Ebra, we can't have that i mean yes uh, bobby and john are uh both uh double teaming uh, uh marilyn monroe but uh, uh our sister has to behave like a nun <laughs> The family got together with father, and father said, we need to scoop her brains out. She's <laughs> touching her clitoris. And that's how it happened. We removed her brain. Her name was uh, Rosemary. She died in 2005, by the way. I've uh, tracked yeah. her. She, uh, Yeah, like she was like, she was slow or whatever. I don't know what the technical term was, but. You know, she wasn't uh, a genius like the she rest of She wasn't a very intellectual level. 
rare. <laughs> so they, like, like, she was like a slow adult who, of course, when she got a little older, she got, she started having sexual feelings and the family got you very see threatened. How Wendy by is, Wendy has sexual feelings. Yeah. yeah. And she didn't we even don't have act to scoop on it. Well, they they <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's, <laughs> she has, has, she's a woman. But the Kennedys, who, of course, we worship, but gee, when you start looking a little closer, it's a little Don't crazy. look too deep. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just crazy. And Rosemary is acting out sexually, and father and mother don't like it. We're afraid that she'll start fucking. And we can't have this kind of embarrassment. And listen to her. Do you hear that? That is the era sound of a slow adult having sexual feeling. Era. We don't want it. In this family, only the men are allowed to be hooers. Era father said to us, uh, my oldest brother Joe was uh, thinking of running for uh, the Congress. Yeah. And father said, we cannot have slow adult sex going on under our roof. Uh, no. And so uh, we took uh, Rosemary over to the doctor, and he vacuumed out her ovaries and took out half our brain. Wow. Uh, Don't you think that was a little severe? No. How could we? (laughs) Our fingers began to smell like fish. (laughs) Father said, grab the scalpel. (laughs) Era, Era, you hear those sounds? We heard those coming from her boudoir. (laughs) This was a sound our family could not tolerate. Uh Uh-oh, she found her clitoris. (laughs) And, you know, when I read about this moment in history in the Kennedy family, it was like Joe Kennedy Sr., you know, the the guy who made all the money, you know, the guy. He reportedly never visited rosemary at the institution like so once they removed her brain like she was like a vegetable and so she was evidently very gregarious and like an out you know an outgoing girl she, okay she had a disability but they fixed her i mean when, once they, they took her out half good. her brain <laughs> howard she'd be yes so so what, what happened was they threw in the institution and she she was like 22 and she started disappearing at night so they just assumed she was hooking up with men and they didn't want her to get pregnant so that's how they decided on the lobotomy, but this is like a 1940s lobotomy.